0: This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network
1: of Podcasts.
2: Welcome to the Carbon Connection Podcast. It's not too late to change the conversation about climate change from doom and gloom to a conversation about possibility. This podcast is a curated selection of episodes that we just had to share with you. The Carbon Connection is about the many dimensions of climate change and the conversations people are having across the globe. It's about hope, community, advocacy, science, and changing our future. Hello. Today... The Carbon Almanac Network is sharing with you the latest episode of the Generation Carbon Podcast, one of the shows we produce. This episode is about hibernation. You'll learn more about it with Edie, Callie Caterpillar, Penelope Opossum, Luna the Bear, and the North Shore Black Bear Society. You'll also learn how you can get involved with the podcast.
3: Let's jump
2: into today's episode.
3: Hey, Gen Z Changemakers, Jennifer here, and we have a challenge for you. Gen Z Changemakers from all over the world have been sending us science sparks and asking questions about the world around us, and we would like to hear from you. Have you been following any of the action plans, or do you have tips, activities, stories, or jokes that might inspire other Changemakers? If you're up for the challenge, we need story reporters on the climate case to share all that you've learned about any Earth-related topic. For more information and to learn how to share, grab your grown-ups and head to thecarbonalmanac.org slash kids. That's thecarbonalmanac.org slash kids. And we can't wait to have you on the team, Changemakers. And for now, let's get back to the show. Hey, Gen Z changemakers, this is Generation Carbon, the podcast where kids like you help grownups like us save the planet. Because kids like you have tough questions about climate change, and we believe that you deserve the answers. This week our science park comes from kian from dublin in ireland and he would like to know if bears are still hibernating in places where the weather is warmer great question kian let's find out together oh my goodness Ugh, oh, just don't
4: what if i i'm just so nervous this party has to be perfect What happened to the cups? Oh, I hope there are enough berries for everyone. Edie, you made it. Oh, I'm so
5: excited. Hi, Penny. I brought some lumpia and a mango
4: salad to share. Wow, looks great. You can put it here, between the berries I collected and that pile of scraps from the really generous trash can three streets over. There's definitely some turkey in there. Um, wow. The berries look great. Thanks. Ah, gee whiz. I hope our friends come to the party. I've been missing you all lately now that the weather has gotten colder here in the northern hemisphere. I know.
5: I'm kind of jealous that Holly Hummingbird has already migrated to a warmer climate. I'm glad we could all get together, too. Oh, I think I see Callie! Though she's
4: moving slower than usual. I hope she's okay. Hi, Callie. How are you doing?
0: Slowly, I'm afraid. This cold weather, my Body just wants to sleep. But I said, body, we are going to this party and we're going to have fun. And then my body said, sleep. And then I said, no friends. And then my body said, sleep. And then I said,
5: (coughs) we get it. We get it. I'm so happy to see you. But I hope it won't make you sick. Is there anything we can do to help? It might be a good idea to eat something to help me keep
0: my energy over the winter when there are so few leaves available.
5: Don't worry. I know how much caterpillars, and you in particular, love leaves. So I brought a salad. Take
4: as much as you want. There are berries, too. Thanks for coming. Hello, everyone. Luna, so good to see you. I know bears need to hibernate when the weather gets cold, but I'm glad you were able to come.
1: I appreciate you hosting the gathering close to my cave and my river, so I didn't have to travel far. I brought some fish to share. Those look so good, Luna. Thank you.
4: You can put them right next to the turkey scraps. Wow,
5: this is really turning into quite a feast. There must be 20
1: fish there. 24 to be precise. I understand there will be five of us in attendance. So four for you, 20 for me. Can you really eat that much? Certainly. I only have time to eat ten before catching this and coming here. I will be in topper very soon. I must eat as much as possible in preparation.
0: Not to freak you out or anything, but my uncle once ate like that, and then he got stuck inside this cocoon thing for like a whole week. And when he came out, he had these big wings. It was super weird.
5: Callie, your uncle was a caterpillar. He turned into a butterfly,
4: and so will you one day. Still super weird. Luna, where's Torpor? I thought you were going to stay in your cave
1: during winter. I will be in my cave. Torpor isn't a place. It's the kind of hibernation bears do. We don't sleep as deep as Kali does. We wake up to protect ourselves or to give birth to cubs.
5: Interesting. I didn't know there were a few different types of
4: hibernation. Nature's so cool. Remember that time lightning struck the maple tree where Tabitha spider had that giant web? And the tree split in two and the web just stretched to like three times its size instead of breaking? Tabitha has always had the best webs.
0: I wouldn't know. i try to stay really far away from spiders and webs.
4: Wow! That is amazing! I wish I could have seen that. Speaking of trees falling down, one of Gray Squirrel's acorn stashes was in that big oak tree past that gigantic log to the south, near the big rocks where the snakes hang out. Attacked by humans yesterday. I used to snack on the termites that lived there. I wonder where they moved to. I saw Spencer Sparrow, and he was positively Twitterpated.
1: Was Gray able to recover the acorns? Perhaps I could spare one fish for her. Yes, but she's moving them to a new
4: spot now. She'll be here once they're secure. I have some berries set aside for her, too.
5: Delicious! The berries look great!
4: I bet we'll be good on the salad too. Yes, let's eat now. Poor Callie looks like she may fall asleep again.
0: I'm up, I'm up, and I'd love some salad with berries. I may not be able to stay for the games. My time for hibernating is starting. And I need to just eat and eat and eat to store up enough energy through the cold months of winter. Please, please, take
5: as much salad as you like. There's mango, too. I want you to have enough energy to make it through the winter.
0: I'll be fine if I eat enough. Remember how weird nature is? My whole body changes for winter. All the water travels to the outside parts of my body to insulate all of my internal organs. My uncle called it diapause. And don't worry if you see me when it's winter, I won't wake up at all until it gets warmer. My whole body just goes on pause. Nature
5: is weird.
1: I also require a lot of nutrients prior to hibernating, though it's different for bears. Technically, it's called torpor. We do wake up if another predator approaches. Okay, so I have to ask,
4: do you make up the pee? Oh my gosh, I've never thought about that, do
1: you? Nope. No. However, my body does recycle the waste created when the fat I'm storing up is used as energy to keep my body going. Uh, your body recycles pee? That is correct. Instead of urinating, bare bodies use the nitrogen produced from breaking down the waste, or pee, to build protein. Did you just say that your pee gets turned into muscle while you sleep?
5: Uh, that is so cool. I've gotta tell Professor Walrus about this. We learned about recycling poop
4: in another episode. Wow, I just pee and poo like normal in the winter. It's just colder. Oh well, I kind of like the snow and the quiet of winter, so I don't mind too much. I wouldn't mind growing my muscles while I sleep, though. Yes, it is quite helpful. Would anyone like a fish before they warm up? Sure, I usually only get leftovers. I don't think I've ever had a whole fish before. Let's all feast. Yum.
5: I'd really like to learn more about hibernation one of these days.
4: Yeah, I want to know about the whole turning pee into muscles thing. Good thing I invited our friends at North Shore Black Bear Society to come talk to us. Everyone grab a plate and sit back to listen and learn about hibernation.
6: My name is Armand Janana. I am the Education and Program Coordinator with the North Shore Black Bear Society. I think that climate change is actively playing a huge part in how we are experiencing a change in wildlife behavior, in bear behavior, just over the last few years. I think we all know that the earth is warming up at a rate that we're not used to, which is affecting both plant species, animal species around the world, as we're seeing more and more bear activity in our neighborhoods, which is leading to people running into bears in their driveways, in their backyard. You know, you wake up early to go to school in the morning and you go outside and there's a bear in your driveway. What do you do? Rising temperatures are affecting wildlife habitat. It's also causing bears to come out of hibernation earlier than usual. Bears are very smart animals so they're gonna adjust to climate change even quicker than the plants that they eat. The heat's causing for the air to have less moisture which is not good for the berries to grow. Bears love berries and if the berries are not going to grow then what are they going to eat? They're going to look for other food items that are found in areas where people live. Things like pet food or bird seed, they can find that in your storage shed or car garage. This is leading hungry bears into more confrontations with humans uh, lately as they're desperate to look for something to eat. We're seeing more and more bears in our neighborhoods due to the presence of what we call attractants. So an attractant could be pet food or bird seed. Anything that attracts a bear is an attractant. We're also seeing more and more bears come into people's backyards, even to take a dip in their pool, because, you know, on a hot summer day, you would want to cool off. Just how we like to drink cold drinks or go to the beach to go for a swim, bears also like to cool off by going into a river or even end up in a pond that can be found in your backyard. It is extremely important for us to understand this and make sure that there's no attractants present on our property because if a bear gets into that attractant or has access to that attractant on our on, in our homes, then the bear would unfortunately need to be put down because we don't want bears to get used to people um, by getting into their homes and such because bears are wild animals. They need to stay wild. So it's very important for us to, to make sure that we're putting our garbage carts away, we're putting our bird feeders away during the months of spring, summer, or fall, and we can put them out in the wintertime, or at least we're hanging them at a height that bears can't easily access, such as your second floor balconies.
4: Whoa, I learned so much. I had no idea climate change was affecting how animals hibernate.
1: Yes, that does help to explain why I woke up early last year. There had been a couple of warm days which woke up my body So I came out to find something to eat, but I couldn't really find much. That happened to my cousin.
0: He woke up early and couldn't find any leaves to munch on. Then it got really cold again, and he didn't know if he should try to find leaves somewhere else or a warmer place to hide. When he looked, though, he couldn't find anything. It sounded pretty
1: scary. I was fortunate to be able to enter back into Topper in my cave again without a lot of trouble. But I have heard from some of my friends that they are finding less food and having to enter hibernation earlier and earlier. And then they wake up earlier too, but there still isn't enough food.
4: I have definitely noticed unusual weather too. Warm days in the winter, and freezing days when my mom said it would normally be warming up. Those are signs of the climate changing.
5: I learned in the Generation Carbon book that climate is what the weather is usually like in an area over time. And the changing climate is affecting bears, caterpillars,
4: opossum, beetles, and humans. What's the Generation
1: Carbon book? It is written by friends of this podcast. There are lots of beautiful illustrations too. You can download it for free. Let's all ask a grown-up to download it so we
0: can each read through it and learn more about climate change and what we can do about it.
3: week to kian for the science spark and to all of you super scientific story reporters listening in at home thank you to penny luna callie and edie for inviting us to their dinner party and letting us learn more about what being a hibernator is like thanks to armand shanana from north shore black bear society in north vancouver british columbia for teaching us more about the bears To learn more about the behavior of bears and hibernation, check out the links in the show notes. For more conversations about carbon and how you can help, head over to thecarbonalmanac.org. There are other podcasts in the network for grown-ups and lots of fun resources for Gen Z changemakers like you. Want to learn more about what's going on with our Earth and how you can help? Generation Carbon, the book, is available to download for free in dozens of languages. And we know that the climate is a big topic, but we've got you covered because together we can make change happen. Be sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. And until then, let's change the world, change makers.
2: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Carbon Connection, a rebroadcast of the Generation Carbon podcast. We want to thank the team at Generation Carbon for teaching us so much about hibernation. The Carbon Almanac Podcast Network produces a total of four shows. To learn more about each of them, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts. Thank you for joining us today See you next time.